The Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Be it props, parlays, in-game wagering, MyBookie.ag has it all. And if you use the sign-up code SGP50, you'll receive a 50% deposit bonus. With MyBookie, you play, you win and you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support us here at the Sports Gambling Podcast for bringing you these shows for free. All you have to do to support us is log on to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Amazon, bookmark that link, and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. UFC 237 in Rio de Janeiro will feature a pair of Brazilian icons who help pave the way on a card headlined by a Brazilian female primed to lead the next generation. Number one ranked strawweight Jessica Andrade has annihilated the competition. You gotta be kidding me! Karen Hershaw, the 115-pound champion, Thug Rose Namajunas. I'm going to Brazil with the intentions of finishing her in a dominant fashion. Our main event will see Anderson Silva, the greatest middleweight champ of all time. Battle top 10 powerhouse, Jared Cannonier. A win over Anderson is going to be great for my career. Oh, the killer gorilla! Especially when I knock him out. Cannonier's got some power. Plus, legendary former featherweight king, Jose Alfa, faces Australian rising star, Alexander Volkanovsky. He's a legend of the sport, but it's my time. Alexander the Great has arrived! May 11th and shocking the world. Yeah, he's just getting started. The four homegrown heroes welcome adversaries to Brazilian soil. First, get ready for UFC 237. You are listening to the fight show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network as you've probably gathered we'll be mainly focusing on this show on UFC 237 in fact solely focusing on UFC 237 next week's show we'll be focusing solely on the fight between Brazili and Dante Wilder but today we'll be looking at UFC and we'll be primarily focusing solely on those three fights I'll be giving a look out on this show but if you want my official plays other than my lock, head over to my website, lockbetting.com, where last week's UFC swept 3 and oh. So we are in profit for UFC for the year, so make sure you go and check out lockbetting.com. Looking at these three main fights, they are very, very tough. They are very evenly priced. It looks like somewhat of a toss-up for all three. I would be expecting at least... One of these uh, one of these Brazilians to prevail, Andrade, according to the bookies, is the most likely. She is a very very slight favorite. Although some people have the fight completely even here between Rose Namajunas and Jessica Andrade, but um, the other two Brazilians, the veterans, are significant underdogs. You have the legend that is Jose Aldo, and of course the legend that is Anderson Silva. In fact. 
In the last 24 hours, um, the Jose Aldo fight and Alex Volkanovsky has almost swapped places. And I feel that by the time you are listening to this, Jose Aldo could be the favourite. So we could be looking at two Brazilian favourites by tomorrow. I'm seeing both of the fights at even in places, but I'm seeing... Uh, Jose Aldo as a narrow favourite in some places. I'm seeing Volkanovski as a favourite in some places. The same situation doesn't apply to the other fight where Andrade is a narrow favourite if it isn't even. Um, in the other fight featuring the Brazilian Anderson Silva, Jared Caronier is a outright favourite at 4-6, to six, which is surprising for me because this seems like a fight that is very, very winnable for Anderson Silva. Um, we'll look at that one next, but originally I'm going to start here with the Jose Aldo fight. Now, Jose Aldo looked finished after that knockout by Conor McGregor. He then made a... Um, a comeback and, and, and got himself a win and then lost two fights to to Max Holloway. In fact, as I as as, as I'm saying that, I'm, I'm com- completely disregarding the win that he got against Frankie Edgar. It's not somebody that you just beat very easily. But he bounced back from the Connor fight, upset Edgar at UFC 200, and then had those two decisive losses to to Max Holloway. But he's recovered since then with with two wins, and uh, he has been an underdog in those two fights. And he's an underdog in most places again against Alexander Volkanovski, a guy that's only ever lost one fight in his MMA career, but am I willing to to write off Jose Aldo once again? No, because Jose Aldo was a guy that, until Conor McGregor punched him out, was absolutely unbeatable, Like just like Mighty Mouse was, just like Max Holloway was. But these unbeatable fighters do get beat from time to time, and, and Jose Aldo certainly isn't that anymore. He's a much older fighter, but is he old enough at this point to be a stepping stone for Volkanovski and to lose in Brazil? I did give it some thought about picking Volkanovski, but in the end, um, I just don't think that's going to happen. I just think that Jose Aldo doesn't feel like a faded fight yet, especially in a three-round fight. If it was a 25-minute fight, then possibly I would question Aldo's cardio, but he's he's picked up two underdog wins. Um, the Conor the Conor McGregor knockout was a freak incident. I think honestly, if they fought again, Jose Aldo could probably beat Conor McGregor. Uh, Max Holloway is a different beast. Um, those fights were really telling because it did show that Jose Aldo has digressed. But has he digressed to the point where he loses to Volkanovski? For me, he hasn't. And um, until it's a fight where I look at it and think, yes, Jose Aldo is the gatekeeper or the stepping stone in this fight, and um, he, and that's what he's there for, then I, I'm not going to pick against him. And I, and I just don't feel this is the fight here um, where, where where I'm seeing that. In uh, When it comes to a lot of facets in this fight, I, I, I don't see Volkanovski winning. I don't think he's just going to grind um, Jose Aldo against the, against the cage and beat him there because he has unbelievable takedown defense and maybe the baby one of the best that we've ever seen and even when it comes down and down to striking I feel that um, Volkanovski has a limited offense and um, Anderson will have the speed to even pick up the rounds there and 
I certainly think that he could pick up two out of three. Maybe not three out of five, but we're not talking about five here. We're talking about a three-round fight and... Um, we're talking about Jose Aldo being more than capable of, of winning this still on a decision. And I think maybe that is the better bet here um, because I certainly feel that this one is going to a decision. And uh, and so and so do the bookies because if you look at Aldo to win it by a decision, it's two to one. And uh, if you look at Volkanovski to win it by a decision, it's seven to two. Uh, those prices have changed considerably because um, at one point, Jose Aldo was was the underdog in this fight at most places, and, and the places where I'm looking at the um, the fight outcome markets, um, Jose Aldo is now the, the favourite to win that on points. Um, looking at the the over on this one, the over two and a half rounds is four to five, um, and the fight to go to distance is 10 to 11. I would be leaning towards that, because I don't think either one of these two guys are going to stop each other, especially not in a 15-minute fight with uh, three five-minute rounds. I do think that it's going to go to a decision no matter where the fight goes, whether it be on the ground or standing up. I just feel that this one has a decision written all over it, and I feel that Jose Aldo is just about going to edge this one out, especially in his home country. It'd be difficult to see a decision in Brazil going against Jose Aldo, especially in a close fight, no matter what the um, statistics say. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough place to win. It's a tough place to go and beat a Brazilian on the cards unless you're convincing. And I just don't think that Volkanovski is going to win this fight convincingly. Um, I, don't think either, I don't think either man will. And I just have to lean towards a Jose Aldo decision here. But leaning towards a decision overall is certainly the best bet in this fight, especially at 10 to 11 pick and price. Up next, we look at another Brazilian underdog, although Jose Aldo is not really a underdog anymore in most places. Uh, Anderson Silva, the greatest of all time, is an underdog against Jared Cannonier. And I honestly do not understand that. The, the way they're looking at this is, is that Anderson Silva is a washed-up fighter who's now just fighting for the sake of it because he likes to fight and because he likes to get paid. But look at the last four fights that Anderson Silva has. Yeah, he's lost three of them. He's lost to Michael Bisping in London in a fight that I was at, and I don't feel that he lost that fight. And uh, I also feel that it was a controversy there because at one point, I do feel that Michael Bisping was knocked out or Anderson Silva at least believed he was knocked out and and um and confusingly went and celebrated like he was. Uh, you have to go back and watch it. It was a it was a, a fight night London on February 27th 2016 if you want to go back and have a look what I'm looking at. Um a very controversial win whether it be via decision or the fact that Bisping wasn't stopped. Um then he stepped in to replace John Jones at UFC 200 and fought Daniel Cormier very bravely and respectably. Then he beat Derek Brunson, who looked really good last week, who's probably a better fighter than Cannonier. And then he lost to Israel Adesanya, who's the interim champion and looks like the biggest up-and-coming star in UFC. 
and uh, he lost a three-round fight on points. So I don't understand how he's an underdog here in this three-round fight because if you're telling me that Anderson Silva, based on those losses, is washed up enough to to come out against Jared Cannonier uh, and lose this fight on points, then then I don't believe you. And if you tell me that Cannonier is going to knock him out when Anderson's only been knocked out by one fight, and that's Chris Weidman, and that's because he stuck his chin wide out and was cocky and arrogant, and and, and Weidman tagged him with a, with a fluke punch, then I think you're wrong about that one as well. The prices say that Cannonier is nine to four on knockout or nine to four by decision and eighteen to one on points. Anderson Silva is seven to one by knockout and two to one to win this fight by decision. So they do feel that if it goes to a decision, it's likely to to edge towards Anderson Silva, but. As I said, Weidman is the only guy to have knocked Anderson out. Although there are two two KOs on his two K two TKOs on his record, one was when he broke his own leg against Weidman by having his kick check. So two freak losses to Chris Weidman. Uh, I wouldn't be counting those, and uh, I wouldn't be counting his losses against high caliber opponents because Jared Cannonier isn't in the same bracket as the people that have beaten Anderson Silva. I think he's more in Derek Brunson's bracket, bracket and, uh, and Anderson Silva beat him. And in order for Anderson Silva to carry on fighting on main cards and to remain in the, in the top 15, he's going to need to win this fight. It would be difficult to give a reason as to say um, why people would not be interested in an Anderson Silva fight, but the justification of putting on a guy on the main card who's lost four and five... Um, wouldn't be that great and there would be a high incentive at this point for Anderson Silva to retire and I would be saying yes you are past it now you should retire if you lose this fight and I think he would realise that and I think he would retire in Brazil in his home country if Jared Cannonier did beat him but I don't think that that's going to happen I think Anderson Silva on points here edges this one out and uh, and gets a win in his home country and carries on fighting I, I really do sense the upset here so I've taken the two Brazilians. Will I be taking the third as Rose Namajunas defends against Jessica Andrade? And uh, I've got all the reasons here to pick Andrade. She's extremely powerful, um, supremely powerful. She's more powerful than, than Namajunas. Um, she's got unbelievable striking. Uh, she's physically imposing. She's got great cardio. She puts loads of pressure on people. Um, and at the same time, um, she can be made to look sloppy by, by crafty fighters, which is exactly what, what Rose Naomi Yunus is. She's the woman that, that beat Jen Jacek after all that time where she looked absolutely unbeatable. Uh, and Rose upset the world by, by winning that fight against Joanna Jen Jacek. And um, it's really, really hard to, to, to pick against her at this point. And uh, you do feel that this one, again, has all the makings of a fight that will go to a decision. And when I was researching this fight, I didn't see many pundits picking anything else uh, other than a decision, be it either way. And a lot of people did favor Andrade here to, um, uh, to, to win by a decision. And again, for me, that's highly possible because uh, of the Brazilian element. And my pick here officially would be leaning towards a decision. But I think that um, Rose can look dominant enough to uh, to still win a decision here and obviously in a situation of close fights like as I feel like the Aldo one will be as I feel like the last one even could be um tight three round fights I would think that the Brazilian fighters are more than likely to have two rounds scored in their favor in this five round fight I think it'd be more difficult to 
to simply not call it right down the middle, especially when it's a title fight as well. Um, I feel that five rounds will give you a clearer distinction as to who won and who lost. And uh, you'll obviously have to look at damage. Obviously, they don't have the, the judges don't have the benefits of seeing statistics, but we do on TV. And although I feel in the other fights, because they're so short uh, with being three round fights, the statistics won't necessarily reflect the decision that you see. That's not to say that I feel that um, the computer statistics are going to uh, 100% have Aldo behind and Silva behind and um, and that's a foregone conclusion. What I'm saying is is that the when the Brazilian fight is attacked, there's going to be loud cheers around the, around the arena and that could influence the judges because when you hear constant cheering for for a certain person's attack, you're going to feel that more damage was done, uh, more significant attacks were made. Obviously, these judges are experienced, but there is the human element. There's there's always an element of human error when you're judging without statistics, which is what these guys are doing. And um, and in that and in the instances of the other fights, which I expect to be close, I expect it to lean towards the guys. But I feel that Rose Namajunas, just from what she's done and just from the people she's beaten, she should be able to significantly dominate this fight. She should be able to use her experience. She should be able to use her record. The fact that um, she's beaten the likes of um, Joanna and, and, and Joanna and Jacek and, and Watson. Watson, sorry. Um, I feel that she she has it in her locker to, to, to win this fight. It's only going to be the hometown element. And that doesn't just come to the scorecards. That comes down to the fact that if Nami Yunus is in any way intimidated by this or, or freezes or whatnot. But as I said, I just don't see it. She's beaten, who was at the time, the most intimidating woman that's ever been in UFC with the exception of Ronda Rousey. Because when Ronda Rousey had that aura... Um, you just didn't feel she was going to be beaten. And that sort of got passed on to Jen, Jen Jacek, and that's gone as well. And uh, it's even gone from, from Cyborg. That's been stripped of her as well. Even Cyborg's been beaten. So everybody is there for for the taking. I, I, I don't think that we have that invincible fighter in any weight class in UFC at the moment, except for John Jones, who is without a doubt the number one pound for pound in, in my eyes at the moment. And um, I really think at this juncture, the fight that you need to make again is, uh, is Cormier and Jones, but uh, they're going to go down the Miocic Cormier path. And that's a risky fight for, for Daniel Cormier. And I'm really interested to see how that one pans out because last time, uh, I, I never saw Miocic as sloppy as that and he really got caught off guard by, by Cormier and that would be a real interesting fight there's some real interesting fights coming up here in UFC this year and although UFC isn't the draw that it used to be because it doesn't have Conor McGregor and it doesn't have Ronda Rousey and it doesn't have Brock Lesnar and there is a lot being put on the shoulders of John Jones which is why he's fighting so much this year and uh, and, and they need people like Anderson Silva to stay around and, and, and they need the big fighters to, to win they need Israel Adesanya to become a force and a lot of things need to go UFC's way because it hasn't been great since, since the buyout and uh, I think it's important here for the Brazilian fans to, to, to be happy uh, it would be a disaster I think for, for everybody if um, if we had three Brazilian defeats here if uh, especially for us as better seen as I've gone and picked uh, two of the three Brazilians to win, and I, and, I, and I've gone actually gone for the veterans and and not the 
the young up-and-comer here in Andrade. And there's every chance that Jessica Andrade can win. As I said, I do like the points better than anything. In fact, I like points in, in every fight, and I wouldn't dissuade you from a, a parlay on points. My lock is a tough one. I'm not sure whether I want to take the decision in the Aldo fight or whether I want to take Anderson Silva as a winner. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make the lock. I wasn't going to do uh, I wasn't going to do a lock dog and parlay, uh, but I will. I will do a lock dog and parlay because even though it's three fights, I think there's enough belief within me here to to put one out. So the lock's going to be a decision in the Jose Aldo fight. The dog's going to be Anderson Silva, and the parlay is going to be all of these fights to go to a decision on this card. And uh, I would make that a very, very small bet um, of maybe a quarter unit on that and uh, a half unit on Anderson Silva. And uh, my official play, my lock on this show, one unit on Jose Aldo and Volkanovski to go to points. Head over to my website, lockbetting.com, where we'll get my official picks for this card other than my lock. And uh, obviously there are more fights on this card. There isn't just three fights. There's never just three fights on a UFC card. There's some big names in action in this one. Um, BJ Penn is fighting on the prelims against Clay Guida. So that will be interesting to see, especially for people that have watched UFC for a long time. Tiago Alves is in action. Uh, friend, uh, Diego Ferreira against Francisco Trinaldo. That's another good fight as well. That's going to be on the main card. So... Um, Beth Cahir is fighting in Brazil as well there's loads of decent fights on this card so I'd highly recommend checking out UFC 237 on Saturday night but that's it from me as I said check out all of my official picks over my website lockbetting.com good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening 